Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare, acknowledges the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of the land and water on which this podcast is recorded and produced. Welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare, the podcast for the mother who is flying by the seat of her Malabis del Helia. This is a very long name for yes. pants. This is not pants. Knickers. Undies, actually, in Arabic. Wow. Well done. Yes. Just say it again because you've got to get that right. Oh, yes. Malabis del Helia. Malabis del Helia. No, not even. No? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I won't be able to buy uh, knickers anytime soon if I head out that way. Yes, okay. you won't. <laughs> but a quick shout out to Lama, a good friend of the MABN podcast in the Gold Coast who helped me pronounce that. Good on her. Yeah. Well done. Mm. It does sound quite sexy actually. Especially when I go. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything. It's almost a little bit Spanish sounding too, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. they, yeah. No, so <laughs> Malabis del Gelia. You're going to walk around saying that all day. I have been already. (laughs) (laughs) Leading up to this moment. Good on you, lady. Uh, This podcast is hosted by Chanel Franklin and myself, Tamara Linky. Yeah. Well, we finally got around to doing this episode because it's been requested for a fair while now, right? It has by Mm. a variety of different mums at different times, whether they're going through something, they're shitted off and they go, can you do a mother-in-law episode? Surely I'm not the only one with a monster-in-law or some crazy batwoman. Oh, and it is a curdly one because some people didn't want to talk about it. Mm. Look, just to um, set this episode up, we're not here to bash mother-in-laws, although some deserve to be clocked over the head. But I think just sharing this problem a little bit, having a laugh at their expense, oh yeah, makes us feel a bit better. So, y'all want to talk about mama? Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. Oh, 
do you want to go away with me? Not when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's either stay at home with your husband and kids or come with me somewhere. So what do you want to do? With a nut bag. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. All right, go on then. Wow, you can really shout out to a town. We're going to Beirut Ooh. in Lebanon. Mm. All I think of, I say yum because I think of food. Oh my gosh, Lebanese food. Mm -hmm. Thanks very much. My um, brother-in-law is actually Lebanese and Mm. we like to say he's Lebanese between the knees. (laughs) Actually, he likes to say that. So I don't know what what that means. I don't know either. Yeah. I've got a good friend, Hadzi. He's been on a previous episode. He's Lebanese. Yeah. Big love muffin ears, um, and he would probably say that about himself too. I'm oh, Lebanese between the knees. Yeah. Again, well, we don't know what that means. Lebanese cucumbers. <laughs> we can only we can only gauge that by yes. the, uh, the the veg the vegetables yes. of Lebanon. Oh, of Lebanon. Um, this is a shout out to Lama who helped us with the pronunciation of undies in Arabic. Her home country is Lebanon, but she was born in Palestine. So we are shouting out to her family and friends back home that listen to the podcast. So hello. Big hello. To all those beautiful women um, there. So I wanted to take us on a trip back to Beirut. Um, I don't know if that's how you say it. I don't know why I put on an accent either. So essentially um, an amazing place to go. Lots of five stars. Okay. Food, people are loving the food there. I didn't want to go into restaurant reviews because then we're talking about restaurants, but basically you want to go there and have a Lebanese feast. But one thing I found quite interesting was the Telefrique Harissa, which is basically those cable cars that goes over the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, cable so car a, ride. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a good way to see the city, Sure. Isn't it? Oh, they have them. Awesome. Yes. So there were lots of good reviews on it because it's a good way to see the city. But first of all... My immediate thought was, I don't want to go in one of those things because what if they drop and then I die and then Jesus. that's it. My God, you're in some cable car they maintain properly. I'm freaking out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. These are the things we think of now as mothers because we've got all this responsibility on our shoulders. Are you scared of heights? No. Okay, not just at cable all. cars. No, but I think if I do anything like that, what if I die? And then <laughs> every time she has her 10th shower for the day, Chanel's going, what if I slip on the soap today? Everything's a risk. Oh, the shower's a safe zone for me. Don't you worry about that. Actually, those gondolas are quite scary. I've done one in Austria and it is kind of like, oh, we're dangling from a cable. Yes, and it's all glass usually, right? Yeah, yeah. It can be quite scary. Mm. So this person loved it, oh. um, but this made me laugh. Nice experience, not expensive, and you can see a nice view. The only problem was unclear glass. Otherwise, it was a good thing to do. They couldn't fucking see a thing. <laughs> it's all dirty. We loved it. It was great. Needed Sat a- there and looked at <laughs> nothing smears. Needed a good spray and wipe. Some little kids' hot dog hands all over the, the windows. Yeah, or it's rained and it's all, you know, they yeah. Just, yeah, so they can't see. Beautiful. But, but it was nice to sit and look at not much. And <laughs> suspended from the air. <laughs> Another one that I found was the Byblos Castle. Right. Now, this woman Ooh. has taken her family there, right? I, I And I laugh at the idea of taking kids to things that are really like, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch, right? Yeah. This person said, we got there at 10am and we had the place to ourselves for a while. There is plenty of open space for the kids to run around without bothering anyone or breaking stuff. 
I admire our enthusiasm this day and age to take our kids to things and try and get them cultured and yeah. here we are at a castle. Mm-hmm. But don't touch stuff, don't break it. Oh, sorry, mummy. What did you just do? I broke the rock. The rock is like from the, you know, 2000 BC and your kid's the one that's flicked it off or whatever. Oh, my god! You know what I mean? Or yeah. they're licking something or they've bitten on the something. The wall. Whatever. Usually a wall. A wall. It's all salty sometimes. You know, got the lights. Flick, 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 flick. So it's funny that this mum has literally turned around and said, it's great, big open grass area, run around, don't touch anything yes. else, that's fine. So Beirut, great place to visit. Great food. Oh, wow. Oh, I love it. Yes, Lebanese cuisine. Delish. Actually, I'm going to have that for lunch. Now that we're talking about it, I'm going to get some like hummus. It. Yeah. Hummus. Yeah. It's a bit it. like when we said about hump last week. Maybe the hummus. Hump. Yum. Yum. Yeah. Spread that on everything. Oh. Your body. Proper. Your legs before you shave them. And then lick it off because it's yeah, yum. Why not? Why not? Hummus is one of my favourite things. Is it? Yeah. What do you have? How do you have it? In a wrap? I just usually stick my finger in it and put it in my mouth. <laughs> I've been doing that with the peanut butter lately. I'm you obsessed need to stop with, with that. Butter. You need to stop it. Well, I get a big tablespoon and I lick it as a snack. Not lick it, I eat it off the tablespoon. And I'm into all these different kinds of peanut butters. There's loads around. Like different <laughs> ones, like chilli ones, they're smoky flavours. I'm collecting them and I'm big on the peanut butter. You are one big peanut butter. I love it. This episode is Mother-in-Laws. So I thought I'd use this podcast as a um, sort of a confessional, really. Um, For all of us. Well, well, yes, because I had COVID at Christmas and it took me, I reckon, six weeks to get out of this brain fog that has finally lifted, but it was horrible. Like mm. I really, when I look back at it, in retrospect, I really think I should not have been driving a car because oh. I was like in a fog, you know, if you're super tired, like jet laggy or yeah. and you think, oh, I'm not drunk, but should I be driving my kids around in this car? Do you car? forget sometimes even when you're well and full of health um, and you realise that you've been daydreaming and you don't know how you've gotten from one place to the other. Even worse, your kids are at the back seat. You're like, I'm in charge it's and me. I shouldn't be. It's worrying. <laughs> or you're thinking of, yeah, so much other stuff and you're just, yeah, no, it's, it's really, really bad. So I was, um, yes, so I had this COVID brain fog and I'm driving down a, a, well, it's not a one-way street, very skinny street in our suburb with loads of cars that park on the side. So, yep. you know, you've got to wait for other cars to come. It's yeah. one of those annoying streets. It requires you to be nice. And usually I know the limits of my car, but in this case, daydreaming, I went past all these parked cars and I just heard this... <laughs> And I scraped my car against this parked car in the street. And I got, oh, my, oh, shit. Fuck, fuck, fuck. You know when you do something, you think, oh, "Oh, crap. You feel terrible. The wave of shame that hits you when you do It's like when you get a speeding fine or a parking ticket or you've lost something that that you need to replace. You feel so stupid and you bash yourself, don't you? Yeah, also. And terrible for the person whose car it is. Like, oh, my God, I feel like a little girl again. Like I'm going to get in trouble with the headmistress. Well, I had to go all the way. I couldn't stop. So I had to go all the way around the block to come back around to check. Now, I'm looking at this car as I go past. There's nothing wrong with their car, thank God. You checked? Yeah, I checked, double checked, triple checked, drove home. I thought, okay, their car's okay. Phew. 
get home, look at my car. <laughs> <laughs> Big black mark all down the side. So it wasn't as bad as what it sounded. What, what did it? So no mark on this black car? No, 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 because I think it was their little rubbery side bit ah. that went against my car and left a big giant rubbery mark, black were you, mark. Were you relieved that it was yours and not theirs because yes. it was your stupidity? Instant relief. Then yeah. I can deal with my car. Then I'm Excellent. like, shit, shit, shit. So I get a little rag out and see if I can buff it out. Yeah, with some with some bicarb. Yeah, anything. I'm Any just like, buff, buff, bicarb. buff. Mostly comes off. Great. Still quite a bit of black scrape. I won't say anything. Um, it's just going to stay there, right? <laughs> Kai comes out later on and goes, hey, I just noticed Tamara, someone's, you know, ran up against your car. Who did that? And what a fucker. That's what I said. I go, oh, my God, I didn't even, you know what? It was that car park. It was the Foodland car park. <laughs> that always happens, Kai. Why is it always me? And he goes, oh, the bloody wankers. Yeah, they, ta- they take off and don't leave yeah. their name and number. Doesn't even know how to drive. Oh, and dickhead. Kai's going off calling them a dickhead, a wanker, <laughs> essentially calling me a wanker. And I just stand there and I'm like, change the subject, change the subject. So anyway, what are we doing tonight? Kids have got swimming, blah, 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 blah. I'm blah. over it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. And as you like to say, the truth will set you free. So a week because later. It at you. <laughs> and every time you see this scrape, you're like, you're a liar. <laughs> I know. And I felt so bad. So we're lying in bed and I turned to Kai and I said, honey, you know that scrape on the car? And he goes, it was you, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yes, how did you know? He goes, I just knew. <laughs> so anyway, so I felt terrible and I said, I'm the wanker. I'm the wanker. Oh, that is terrible. Oh, it's the worst with that guilt when you've got a car and something goes wrong. So Yeah. So the same thing happened to me and it was absolutely terrifying. So I'd just come from the hospital and my granny wasn't well. I was all stressed out and we were meant to be meeting some friends and I thought I'll just do it because I didn't want to cancel on them and I thought they would cheer you up. I was driving Dan's car. I parked, I backed into a car. Even though there was reverse camera and sensor, I still backed into a car. You were not in the frame of mind. was not. Anyway, I had a look, got out the back of the car. Their car was absolutely fine. I cracked Dan's entire bumper. Oh, no. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. And you know with these kind of cars, you have to replace the whole thing. Yeah. It's very Bloody expensive. So I was devastated. I thought, don't tell him, don't tell him. I was so upset. Ruined lunch, worried about granny, all this sort of yeah. stuff. What did you have for lunch? Then the pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sidebar. Sidebar. Continue the story. And a glass of rosé to wash it all down. Oh, and, lovely. You know, help my glass of current state of my... <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I got home that night. I didn't say anything. I went to bed. I was all sorry for myself because I didn't know how to bring it up. I'm like, I've totally screwed this car from the back. Anyway, the next morning I said, Dan, I need to tell you something. I am just riddled with guilt. I have cracked your bumper. And he went, what? What do you mean? Like, and, he, and he could tell like backpedal, backpedal. She's upset about her grand. Okay, what happened? And I said, I just backed into it. I don't know what happened. Anyway, he went out there and he went, oh, no, that was already there. That was when the trailer bu- backed into me at Bunnings. I just haven't got it fixed yet. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't me. So you thought that was you. I so did. You, nothing happened to the car I technically. You must have no. just tapped it, love tapped it. I must have love tapped it. But maybe a month earlier someone at Bunnings drove into him with a trailer and mm. drove off, which is the worst thing to yeah, do. Yeah, that's horrible. Anyway, I thought it was me. It wasn't. I was out of the hot water. Oh, thank God. Right. What a relief. Anyway, 
That's that. So I'm That fine. was lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not fun when that happens. I feel terrible. I feel like a twit. And, yeah, twit. And I'm sorry I lied, Kai. That's all I can say. But I also, what I haven't also told you is the other day um, when we had that tofu stir fry, uh, the tofu that was in the fridge was a bit mouldy, so I just cut off the sides and I cooked it up and it was still delicious and you ate it. And Kai is not one for liking things that have been in the fridge for too long. You know, I'm big on like mm. is a bit of cheese. It's still good. Just cut off the bits. That I don't really like hard. tofu, so I don't know how if you can do that with that. But if you have, well, Kai, we did. We didn't get sick and voila, another meal prepared by Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed to tell him that too because he doesn't know. Well, let's get into this sensational episode that has been in the works for a long time. We've had it suggested a number of times. Yeah. It is about the mother-in-laws. Scary times. Scary times. Because you don't want to say certain things for fear of getting in trouble because most of us do love our mother-in-laws but they can be challenging. And a whole bunch of us are indifferent about our mother-in-laws and some absolutely loathe them. It's a mixed yeah. bag Depends that we're dealing with here. what you get, right? Luck yeah. of the draw. Luck of the draw. Mm. So it is an interesting one because a lot of us don't want to admit, so we're not saying any names in this episode. Oh, no, you're all safe. You're all safe. Maybe I could even put like a little thing over it, like a filter, Chanel. Well, you sound all like Yeah, this. my mother-in-law. <laughs> like anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Most people were yeah. saying like, you know, it, some were happy to say it was them. But it's either the fear of upsetting her of and then she can't, then she won't babysit no more or <laughs> it's upsetting your husband or your partner. Rocking the boat. Yeah, you can't. Your sister-in-law's listening and you're talking about her mum. That's right. You can only debrief really with your friends. They're Mm. the only safe space. It's the only safe space you can debrief about a mother-in-law or father-in-law, whatever. Or your mum or sister if they're on your side. That's right because you don't want to go there Mm -hmm. unless you want to, like you said, upset the apple cart and be in strife with the family for the next 20 years because you're attached to that family whether you like it or not. Exactly. And your kids are attached to that family because it is their it's their lineage, right? Yeah. What we're trying to do today is let out some air from the tyres. We can all feel a bit better that we've all got lots of stuff going on. Different variations. Some are absolutely horrendous. Some not so bad. Some so laughable. It's it's a it's good. That's good. So thank you to every single mum that has contributed to this episode because we couldn't have done it without you. So it's interesting that. Um, I don't know, this is an old psychological thing that they say that the husband chooses qualities in his mum that he likes and that's what he finds in his spouse. Attractive. And that's why he chooses the spouse. Yeah, and Mm. many of us can say that we are nothing like our mother-in-laws at all. Yeah. We'd be saying, no way, that the husband tries to find a mate similar to his mum. (laughs) From one tit to another. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Or but if you didn't like your own mother, maybe they look for someone completely the opposite. You know, that can happen too. Mm. I feel like that happens with dads, you know, like... um, Daughters and their dads. Yeah, daughters and the dads. If you weren't a fan of your dad, you marry someone. Or you can either marry someone who's very similar and repeat the cycle or you break it and you're like, I need someone completely different. Yes, exactly. Swings and roundabouts. Imagine like the hubby. Turning around and saying, "You're just, you're just like my mum." You'd be like, "Can you never say that again?" <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. You sound like your own mother, or you sound like your mother-in-law, right? <laughs> oh, it's got to be the mother-in-law. Oh, man. She's not biologically, thank 
fuck for that attached to you because otherwise that's really weird and incest, isn't it? <laughs> it's super weird. So we did pin down some people, some women, to ask them about their mother-in-laws and what they really thought, didn't we? Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, we did. So what do you think of your mother-in-law? Oh, I don't like her. What's the uh, worst thing about your mother-in-law? I think she's a racist and she's Christian. Do you like your mother-in-law? Absolutely not, for many reasons um, that I won't go into now because the show's not long enough. But one reason that I can think of off the top of my head is when she retired, she couldn't wait to spend time with her beautiful granddaughters only to say that the first 12 months is going to be just for her and her only. No grandchildren. I'm actually really happy with my mother-in-law and it was such a relief when I met her because my mum, my family is living overseas and so I'm really close with my family and it was such a relief when my husband's mum was like just so welcoming and so nice and sweet and not too intrusive. So I really can't complain. Do you like your mother-in-law sometimes? <laughs> What's her best quality? I don't know. What's her worst? Everything. <laughs> Do you like your mother-in-law? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. No, she's just got the, you know, the mother-in-law annoying ways. <laughs> What's her best bit? Her best and her worst is that she's helpful. She's overly um, helpful. Oh, <laughs> I'd be worried about... That she's listening. <laughs> she's yes. got to pick your voice out. That's right. I like her. High-pitched. I do, but I'm not sure. First sign of lying <laughs> and also scared as shit at the same time. Yeah. Oh, thank you to those brave mums. We yeah. did put them on the spot. My favourite was, yeah, no, I don't like her. Yeah. No. no, just don't like, like her. Flat out, Flat don't out. like her. <laughs> don't like her. Don't care. And it was almost that inflection that I don't care if she's listening. In fact, I hope she is listening. <laughs> Someone texted in and said that she was messaging her sister-in-law and they were, so the other, so, so obviously yes. she's had two boys, this mum, and um, and they were bitching about the mother-in-law, but she sent the text to the mother-in-law. <gasps> <laughs> but then she tried to do the, un, you know, you can do this now in iPhones, you can what? quickly hold it down no. and unsend a message. No, tell me please. You can. Oh my God, teach me your ways. I will teach you. <laughs> You've got to hold it down what? and it will say unsend. You, you can you have to do it within a two-minute period and yeah, if they've right. got the up-to-date software. So this mum said that it didn't work on her phone and tested it, but then they somehow cracked the code to the mother-in-law's no. phone and it wasn't there. So they think it worked. They weren't, they weren't sure, but I've, I've since tried that with Dan's phone and it does work. If you send a message and you go, fuck, 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 and you hold it down, it says undo send and then it goes. And, and disappears it. And it says, Tamara Linky has unsent a message. Oh, and then you know something was said. What's worse? Yeah. I feel like also you'd probably want to rush around to their house and be like, can I just borrow your phone? Thanks. What's your passcode? Yeah. Uh, delete, 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 delete. Just need to check something. Shit. Yeah, and the rate that our phones are in our hands, it's like, Jesus, it's scary when you send something like that. But it is that release of needing to whinge about something to get it off our chest. We do because need we're, to. Because we're having to get to know this woman who is suddenly this matriarch. So what I'm intrigued with is the fact that we've had our children, sons, daughters, whatever, and then suddenly... Check. Check, yes, check. And then suddenly the tables flip when they're older. 
How do we turn from being the inferior daughter-in-law to sometimes the monster-in-law? Because all these mother-in-laws were daughter-in-laws too at one That's stage. That's right. That is exactly right. So what flips? Is it the fact that you They forget, Chanel. They forget. It they was so must. long ago. Yes, they do forget. But there's also that competitive nature that comes into it because they have been primarily the woman in their son's life for so long it's a little baby boy who they've raised and they love. Yeah. Uh, and then you come along and suddenly you're the priority, right? Especially if you have kids. Yeah. Yeah, you're the priority in their life. And I think some mother-in-laws are great at letting that go. Like yeah. you go ahead, that's great, you're happy, everyone's happy, I love that. But some do not want to relinquish that control. No. And, it's, and that's the problem. It is the problem. One mum wrote in and said she had a tough time because her daughter came out as a lesbian and then she obviously invited her partner over, who yeah. is now her wife, mm-hmm. and the mum wouldn't sit next to her on the table. Sad, isn't it? Now, now it's fine, but it's oh, just okay. those things because not only is that mum coming to terms with that um, maybe she didn't want her daughter to be a lesbian, but now it's fine. However, it's still trying to work out the dynamics because it's another woman Yes. Not a man, too. Yeah. So Deal- it's all those dealing with a double whammy. Dealing with the baby boomers can't hack it. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we had a few people send some funny things in too about Be- their mother in laws, yes. and they really went to town on complaining, didn't they? Here's the nitty gritty. This is what we've been <laughs> waiting for. Yeah. I'm from Lebanon. Um, and mother-in-laws should be respected and all of that. But mother-in-laws are quite tough because the expectation of giving her son the best life and the judgment is just incredible. In Islam, I recently discovered that as Muslim women, we have no duty towards our mother-in-law. And when I found that, I'm like, why didn't I know this from ages ago? Now, I can tell you so many funny stories about my mother-in-law. The fact that she tells me to lose weight, the fact that she tells me I'm a bad mother, the fact that she tells me I don't know how to cook, I don't know how to cut a cucumber. I'm too positive with my daughter. (laughs) Uh, Basically, she babies me. I learn a lot from her, don't get me wrong. She has a lot of experience, but at the same time, she does not know everything. Uh, We just bought our first home and I bought those new Smeg kettles, you know, the pastel green and pink kettle and toaster combo and it took me forever by the way to pick these colors out like is it going to be the blue and the pink together which is going to look the best whilst i had a toddler in tow i brought them home put them on display we haven't even unpacked the boxes and my mother-in-law comes over and she's lovely of course but she saw the kettle and the toaster and she's like oh i like that and then the next day she's called and said oh i've brought the same too is, is, is that okay and of course i had to say Yes, because of course they can have the same kettle and everything, but it was just so specific, so kind of not okay, but it's going to have to be okay. Every time she sees me, she tells me how tired I look. (laughs) Um, That's obviously a not so nice one, but yeah, it's not nice to hear. But also she'll never let me make her a cup of tea because once I put sugar in her cup of tea by accident and now she'll never let me make her a cup of tea. Ooh. Oh, making the the tea wrong. Good. Did it on purpose so I don't have to make you another. That's a, <laughs> that's a bit petty. That's looking for a reason to not like someone, yeah. isn't it? Or like, just make it a bit difficult. It's yeah. it's. I think what it is, I don't think it's the not wanting to like. I think it's the control. I think it's them wanting to have the control yes. over a situation. It's a bit like... Over um, the family, potentially. Yep. 
when the other mum said, I can't wait to have time with my granddaughters, but we won't do it until after 12 months I've had my time because I'm in control. Mm, yes. That's right. There's another one here um, that sent in and said that her mother-in-law brainwashes her kids. So she'll drop the kids off because she has to work and needs, yeah. needs her mother-in-law to look after her kids. That's fine. But then the mother-in-law spends the day telling her, undoing what she says. The things like giving them loads of lollies as well or presents. That's, or... A, that's probably not as bad. This this mum in particular is saying that she's undoing things. Like they'll go, mummy told me, to, well, that's a silly thing that your mummy said. You shouldn't be doing that. So she's actually undoing. Learnings, the, teachings un- yeah, of the mother. You should be doing it this way and don't do it that way. And why did your mum tell you that you need to wipe your, um, your willy after you go for a wee or something? That's ridiculous. So she just show, all these undoing of things that the mum's yeah. trying to teach her children. <laughs> she's undoing it. Which is an uphill battle as a mother-in-law because surely you don't see the kids that often that you're going to have an impact on what they're learning. Learning. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like it's so you're not going to win that one, mother-in-law. Sorry, mum comes out on top. A friend of mine said that her mother-in-law, like if the um, their son gets quite upset, like they've fallen over and everyone's in the room together and the son goes to her and says, oh, mummy, I hurt myself. The mother-in-law gets upset that the son <laughs> doesn't go to her. <laughs> and then she needed to be explained that it's, well, that's his mum. That's probably who he yeah. loves best. Sorry, but like that is just like what? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So like, oh, and then they're not really getting it. Like having to explain it, that's a little bit yeah. hard to. Yeah, like well, I don't really get that. <laughs> I still think back. This makes me laugh. Little Britain. There's an episode in there where they're they're really astute and they're a well-to-do English family and they're sitting there having a cup of tea and then he says, "Bitty." Oh, the bitty, yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. And he breastfeeds okay. from his mum as a grown-ass man. <laughs> I know. That is so, that was always so sick, wasn't it? Oh. oh those long titty-tartars. The, the criticising is a, is one. Uh, and like that first lady had said about her mother-in-law telling her that, she, you know, she's getting, she's getting fat. Yeah. And all the, how to do things. Yeah. Another one saying you always how look to dress. tired. Yeah, always look tired. We are tired. That's oh why. My God, I get that from my own mother. Oh, you look tired. My, my oh, mom says that too. I am tired. I'm fucking always tired. <laughs> I have kids and they're young. I'll wait till they're 18. And they're pests. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so funny. But it's the criticising you're doing something wrong. You're not cooking it right, especially oh, with, let's cooking. say, European mothers. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even try to cook better because I... It is hard. Yep. Look, my mother-in-law, she's a, she's a good cook um, and she likes to hang out in the kitchen when I'm cooking. So to look is, over your shoulder. This is nothing against her at all, but um, she'll sit in the kitchen and watch me cook and she doesn't criticise me, but it stresses me out so much because I'm not, I don't love cooking. Yeah. Like I'll cook if I You're have to cook. I'm, I'm under pressure. I'm like, you cannot, why are you looking at me? Yeah, but she will, she'll sort of be looking and she's not saying anything, mm. but I, I find it very, very scary mm. essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, are they judging me? Am I well, doing this wrong? But we're kind of under the microscope a bit because they've been there and done that before and our mums, some of our mums would criticise us, but, you know, the our, the role is that our mums can help us and the mother-in-law kind of feels a little bit on the outer, so maybe it's that little bit of jealousy a bit. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Anyway, look, 
my mother-in-law, she makes a really good potato salad, kartoffel salad, and then there's no way I'll be able to recreate that. So I'm going to give her that one because I can't, I can't do it as well as she does. There are some things that she just does, which is great because then I like eating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the recipient of the potato salad. Beautiful. I'll have some of that too. Thank you very much. Next time. So this is when boundaries become an issue too, when they overstep the line. I think that's all I'm going to say because these these women, they they uh, they clarify that, I think. <laughs> Can I just say, we're just as much in trouble as any other mum doing this episode. <laughs> we're the ones getting all this information out. We're the ones that are going to be in trouble we as well. We have not put our foot in anything yet. Yeah. It's oh, good. maybe. We, we've sparked the – it's like we've – Lit the match and then run off. <laughs> yes. We've opened that can of worms. Yeah. We're going to have a, um, a trajectory of all these mother-in-laws going down the street with pitchforks saying, you made them say it. You made them well, say they it. Well, they can join the Ronnie Club <laughs> with who else is in it. I think we had a club going on, didn't we? Pitchforks yeah, the, yeah. against us. Yeah, it was the shit club. <laughs> the shit house club. At my sister-in-law's baby shower for her second baby... Our mother-in-law said that she can't wait for her daughter to have a baby so that she can finally be a grandma because apparently the two grandchildren that she already has from her son don't count. Oh, my God. She talks to me about her sex life. Well, when my mother-in-law is sick, she will call my husband in the middle of the night. And I'm talking about just a little cold here. She will call him and ask him to come over. And it's about any little thing. So annoying boundaries they overstep them wanting my husband to come in the middle of the night yeah oh i need him to rub my back <laughs> Ooh, that's all that's weird something weird's going on there i'll be questioning the relationship i want to know did he actually go did the husband get up and go she didn't say be good to know yeah well, rub your own back mum bye i mean if it's an emergency understandable but if there i need someone to yeah like you said yeah. rub some denkarab in my shoulder <laughs> Don't worry. Also talking about sex, when they tell tell you about their sex life, you do not want to hear that. No. It's just no. It's up there with your parents talking about it. You don't want to hear about their mm, sex mm, life mm. either. No. No, tell someone else. And they say to you things like, oh, but it's very normal. Like I know it's fucking normal. <laughs> I don't need to hear it. Go tell other people. I'm happy to hear it from other people, just not you. I think we get creeped <laughs> out now. By, I know. Because when we were younger, we all we all were creeped out and our kids are creeped yeah. out. So one of the mums at school gave me a hug in the car park yesterday. Ollie said, stop it. Oh, he didn't <laughs> like it. Said, stop it. <laughs> what the hell? I said, excuse me. I'm just giving her a hug. Who are you? Get in your car seat. Like, be no, quiet. No, stop intimacy. It. Too much intimacy. <laughs> don't like it. Yeah. And we don't have private parts. Done. Yeah, done. Yeah, we're like Ken and Barbie. Mm. No bits and pieces. So we've also had some mums write in about overstepping the boundaries. Mm, Yes. So someone wrote in and said, I was scheduled for my annual gynecological appointment uh, and my gynecologist is male, uh, which I'm completely fine with. He's an amazing doctor. Uh, But my old-fashioned mother-in-law doesn't understand it. All she cares (gasps) for is the fact that he's a man who definitely must be a pervert to (laughs) choose such a profession. (laughs) (laughs) And she's tried to set me up with her female gynecologist, right? Where she's And she said to her flat out, no. Uh, she said, um, oh. so this one morning I arrive at the clinic only to find out I'm not scheduled. I was unpleasantly surprised and started to question the desk person, telling them that I called and scheduled my appointment months ago. Uh, 
They explained to me that I called yesterday and cancelled my own appointment. (laughs) Turns out it was my mother-in-law who called and pretended to be me and cancelled my appointment. not. Wow, that's going to extra, pretending to be you. Oh, no. Uh, Hello, this is Emily. I don't need my appointment no more. Actually, I do, but I'll have it with the female doctor. (laughs) Because he's a dirty, dirty doctor. (laughs) And I I didn't enjoy that last time, him sticking bits up me. It's not on. (laughs) And females, yes, that's what it's all about. Thank you very much. Reschedule. (laughs) Bye, bye. You get a text message, your appointment has been changed. (laughs) Yeah, that's not good, oh, is it? That's, that's, that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So this mum's written in and said, she questions my every move. My parenting isn't enough. Everything needs to be questioned from the way I decorate my home to the way I clean yeah. to the way I cook. I am forever playing devil's advocate. Oh, yeah. Sticking up for yourself constantly. Yeah, because it's boundaries of going, well, this is my home and my taste and my life. And old Muggins is coming in telling you mm. you shouldn't do it that way because I like the antiques. Don't like that modern stuff. Yeah. Don't like those polished concrete floors. Show up all the dirt. Oh, my goodness. Someone else had told me actually a friend that um, her mother-in-law likes to buy her stuff for the house and oh. to put around. But what, what do you do with it? So she will put it in the house for a while. Yeah. And then slowly move it out <laughs> to the garage because it, it's a broken. lovely t- it's a lovely thing to do. But everyone has different tastes, mm. so yeah. Again, tricky, tricky, tricky. I've got one that's um, that's come in, and she said, uh, "My mother-in-law makes all major events about her. If it's a birthday, if it's Christmas, if it's Easter, something will happen, and if the attention is not on her, she will start an argument with someone or something so that everyone's upset there. So she'll sit on like the corner of like the room. She's trying to, yeah. you know, explain, and and she'll sit, and everyone will go, Are "You okay?" So suddenly, all emotional <laughs> manipulation. That's the best way. I'm going to be like that. That'll be me. Blah, blah, blah. No one's listening to me no more. Listen, everyone. (laughs) I I empathise with that (laughs) mother-in-law because that is my future. (laughs) You can see your flaws already, love. I'm already emotionally manipulating my children. I know it's going to happen. I tell you what, you do that, I'll whip you into shape. I'll go get Mm. a hold of yourself tomorrow. (laughs) You'll be like two old old biddies. I'll be mates with your daughter-in-law. It'll shit you off. (laughs) Have you been talking to Chanel again? Bloody hell. You delete her off Facebook. <laughs> but that is funny too when the in-laws get involved with how you raise your children. Yeah. Someone wrote in and said, uh, my mother-in-law still keeps asking about grandkids. I told her about our plans and she insists that I won't ever be a real parent because I will not have birthed my own children because we're looking at adoption. Oh. She said, I can't just give up and take other people's kids that they don't want because those kids always have a lot of problems and they're into drugs. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. She said that I need to look into other options like IVF and that I should still have at least one biological kid because that's the only one you'll ever love completely. <laughs> oh, my Far out. God. Yeah, different and, generations. And another one said, monster-in-law got up at our wedding and said she would have preferred if my husband had married the first girl he ever kissed or his best friend 10 years later still doesn't think she's done anything wrong. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> she did. The there are some whoppers out there. There. Another one uh, writes in and says, 
My mother-in-law is nice at times, but then says rude comments to my fiancé. I'm unsure if I should speak up and say something. Uh, She'll tell my fiancé to watch out because I'll get fat soon. She also told him that we should have a simpler wedding like her and proceeded to tell my fiancé to not worry as he'll figure it out for his second or third marriage. Oh, no. Oh, meanie. Oh, you're a, you're a dickhead. Like, they're, <laughs> they're particularly mean. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, this last one here is written in and said, my mother-in-law wanted grandsons. She was given two granddaughters. She spends no time with them. Oh. That's hard. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, well, come on. Oh, my goodness. When, well, that's a heartless person. Yeah. Talk about love your own Pop. grandkids. Mm. Gee whiz. Yeah. I think there's no real remedy to dealing with them because it's a case-by-case basis. It is definitely. Some some have wonderful mother-in-laws. I think sometimes, you know, they can say things that aren't quite right. But, I mean, they're people too. It is hard. How are you going to – you I, can't I, get it I right. I can hear We're a few gonna... mothers going, no, tomorrow. They're not people. They're from, a, they're from the planet. It depends on your fuckery. <laughs> depends on your mother-in-law. I'm trying to be bipartisan, <laughs> which is very hard on this episode, Chanel. Mm. I'm just saying. And there's some lovely mother-in-laws out there too. There and are. some daughter, uh, daughter-in-laws get along – crazily with their mother-in-laws. Unfortunately, sometimes there's um, – it's a it's a case-by-case basis, like we said. Sometimes there's lots of niggling things that shit you off, but overall she's okay, but she's a bit of a pain in areas. Sometimes she's an absolute boulder where she can create land, massive landmines wherever yeah. she's going, explosions, <laughs> volcanic eruptions. Or it's that she's really nice to one daughter-in-law but not nice to the other. Or she's really lovely to her daughter and not you. It's a whole big thing. Dynamic. Or she's a dick to you but nice to your kids. It's it's all – we're all dealing with some different things here. And a bit like school or even going to school as um, with your children going and you being the parent, we're being placed in this cauldron of people we don't select – so we're not choosing the mother-in-law. We're not choosing the school mums to be surrounded with or, or whatever. What we do choose in life are our friends and most of us make pretty good decisions based on that. The mother-in-law is um, gifted to us and either she is a pain in the ass, or she's pretty good. And most of us don't like to upset the apple cart so we put up with a lot. But it, it does wear thin sometimes when you've putting up with crap your whole life of being with someone. Also, it's a strain. Also, you are tied to them and you can't get away from that at times, yeah. can you? So, yeah. And when they're not doing anything particularly horrible, mm. and like you said, it's little things, then it can well, – it is hard to tolerate. But you do have to you do have to put up with it, unfortunately. Yeah, and even if they mean well, like I've got – Um, one of the mums at school I do know, her mother-in-law pops over all the time and brings stuff and means well and is too nice that it's so difficult because it's just she goes, I just need space. I need space. I don't see my mum the amount I'm seeing you. Please. And how do you communicate without upsetting them? Oh, you would so upset them. But I've got a bit of a unique situation. So we thought we'd talk Mm. about our mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, we have to. So Angie, she's she's. She's great, actually, and one thing I um, – but she's not here. So what I have to deal with is the fact that – and many um, other women would have to deal with this if their families or in-laws are overseas. They don't get the time with your kids that you yeah. wish they could have. So Ange misses out a lot on Summer and Ollie's physical yeah. time. That She's there every week on FaceTime. She's always sending things over. She's a really great granny from what she's got to use at her disposal, which sure. is the internet and yep. a phone. But she is she is great. She is a 
a warrior. She'll panic. She's one of these people that once you get in the car, she'll go, have you got this? Have you got that? And you know when like, you go on a trip, have you got your passport? Have you got this? Have like you got when this? the kids got locked in the car that time? <laughs> and she was, yeah. Do you know my grandkids are from Australia? You must come now to yeah. solve it. The best thing about Ange is that she will take my side over Dan's all the time. Oh, that's a nice one, yes. So she will often yell at him if he's upset me. So even if I've, say, walked over to Dan and just literally kicked him in the shins or something like that, you know, I've done something completely wrong here. She will go, well, you've upset her. What have you done to upset her? And I sit there and smile. Yeah. Because she's completely stuck up for me. Yeah, Tim ladies, go. Mm. So Dan's actually got no leg to stand on and his sister will often take my side too. So he's really stuffed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, Dan. One thing about Ange actually that um, made me absolutely just want to bury my head or run out the door was that um, Dan's bedroom when we used to live there, when we were in England, used to back onto the bathroom and the tiles were coming off. And she made a reference that we'd been having some fun in the room and knocked the tiles off the wall. (laughs) But you hadn't. No. Well, that's not embarrassing. It'd be more embarrassing if you had. Yeah, but my mother-in-law's talking about me having sex with her son. Yeah. That is, that that made, I didn't know what to no. do with that. So I, she goes, good on, love. Yeah, all right, love. Yeah. When they the encourage it, it's, like, it's scary, isn't it? I think I'm used to that now because I think my mother-in-law does that fa- fairly often or both of them. What yeah. do you mean? Well, my father-in-law particularly, he likes to chat about sex in general. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, come on, you know, you love it, it's the best. But I'm like, Ugh! you love it, it's the best. Well, not like, he doesn't say those words. Says it in German. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. But they're very open. Put it that way. It's that yeah. European openness that, they, you know, come on, it's just what it is. All very natural. Oh, it is very natural. I just don't yes. want to picture you getting down and dirty. No. And I don't want you to picture me getting down and dirty either. <laughs> like, wipe it from your eyes. Wipe it. Wipe it. Yeah. We're going to be those old delete. women. We'll be like that. With yeah, our because sons. We, we like to yeah. stir the pot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ew. Ew. No. Okay, maybe not. But her funniest trait is going shopping with her is um, is an interesting one. She is like um, a woman possessed in the shops. Oh, what is with that? Yes, my mother-in-law too. She is on a mission. Get yeah. out of her way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And a bargain hunter. She loves a bargain. Oh, the bargains. They love the bargains. My mother-in-law, I think I lost her in the shop. <laughs> uh, we were in Queensland. We were in Kmart and we went to go get one little thing and she goes, Maybe they're just around here. We're looking for birthday candles. That's right. And she headed off into the homewares section and I said, Lily, I don't think they're in that section, but she chose not to listen because she secretly <laughs> wanted to just go and look at the homewares. I was like, Lily, and she's lost around the corner. I was like, well, she's, she's browsing. I said, Lily, we only have to, we just came to get the candles. She goes, oh, yeah, hang on, what's this? And she's looking at all the things. Yeah, love a shop. They're just looking oh, here. Just looking also here. I said, no, not homeware candles, birthday candles. Yes. Yeah, she loves loves the shop, loves the shop. One thing I like about my mother-in-law too in that I think she had a bit of a bad trot with her own mother-in-law. So I think mm. she's made it a bit of an effort to be very accepting and kind, which yeah. she is, which is nice. And I can tell, you know, same thing. She'll stick up for me sometimes when it's, you know, when I'm in the right yeah. with something. She was quite extreme when I first met her I think I'd only been with Kai for maybe two months Mm. and she gave me for Christmas a gold pendant that she'd had melted down the gold from her wedding rings and other jewellery. 
because she wasn't wearing anymore, melted down, and she'd also given her daughter one with our initials. Oh, so you were, you were bonded to the family. And you I couldn't thought, break that, up with him. And that was, I was like, that's a, I thought, wow, that's pretty. I've selected you. Yeah, I thought, oh, my God, she's branding me with yeah. gold. But then it actually had my maiden name initials on it. And Kai's gone, why have you, you know, why have you put her maiden name initials on there? He's joking. You know, yeah. what, you know, we get married. It should have TL, Tamara Linky. She goes, but what if you break up? Then she can still wear the necklace. <laughs> and I was like, she was very practical about it. She was like, I'm thinking, but your wedding rings are in here. What if I break up with your son? She didn't care. She's like, that's okay. I don't feel it. You have it. That's nice. I thought, oh, my God, this, this woman's pretty cool. And I still have that lovely necklace. Yeah. Oh, that's is... funny. Like she didn't mind. She's like, well, come on, I'm being practical about it. You may break up. Now you've got a necklace you can still wear oh, for life. That is just so funny. So good on her. My mum had a bit of a tough trot, I think, with her mother-in-law. My grandma loved my mum to pieces, but my mum's this little Scottish lady who's come in mm. to a Serbian European house. Oh, hard times. Yes. Yep. Half Serbian, half German. Wow, you can really have a cocktail. And it's a cocktail. Yeah. And that's you. So that's me. Anyway, she's come in there with the with the two sisters and the brother. And then the oh my gosh. So my mum had quite a um And could they understand initiation. her? They could understand mum because she came out when she was seven. So she's got this time. Oh, right, yes. Her accent watered down. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, but it was just all this thing about the Europeans do things certain ways. So my mum has never forgotten this. It was, um, my mum had a christening dress for me and she wanted my sister to have the same one. And my grandma didn't like that. So she went to the shop with my auntie and bought my sister a christening dress and had it delivered to the house anonymously and said, every little girl deserves her own dress. Ooh. So trying to override my mum Ooh. and my mum's like, I know it's you that sent it. <laughs> <laughs> I could smell the potpourri all over it. Yeah, Damn they're, it. They're trying, to, they're trying to be like, and then my dad got on the phone. They're like, oh, we didn't send it. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, well, I better chuck it in the bin then because we don't know. We don't know. We don't know who this person yeah. is. It's creepy. So it was all this kind oh of thing. Oh, my goodness. I know. Just inadvertently. That's a funny thing. European mother-in-laws, especially oh. little nonnas, if you've got an Italian mother-in-law, you yeah. know, no one cooks like mama, that kind of thing. I've got a lot of friends with um, mm. Italian mother-in-laws. and So do I. Beautiful. And they want to take care of everyone. They're telling everyone. It's the opposite. They've got to do things their way, how, though. Yes, how skinny they are. So you need to eat more, mm. you know. Eat not good more. enough, not too skinny. Bloody bastard. They want to try lasagna. <laughs> You know, my friend's my friend's mother-in-law is very cute. So her English, after living here for so long, years and years, she still says things like, um, instead of "oh far out," she go "oh far away," <laughs> or "bloody far away." <laughs> this is so cute. Bloody far away. We should do. We could do a whole episode on Italian nonnas because they're so cute. Oh, they oh they God. come out and Scottish grannies because yeah. they they come out with the yeah. best kind of stuff. <laughs> I think the thing is with the mother-in-laws as well is the fact that. We are the generation of women now who are changing some things up. We're starting to think a bit differently. We've started to think for ourselves, whereas the previous generations have always just done what their mums have done. Yeah. Always. Always. And it's been – and they some of the mums don't like when we have this kind of individuality and self-expression. Oh, new age independence. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. rubbish us a bit for that. So there's – and there's criticism or overstepping the boundaries because – you know, they didn't handpick us either as their daughter-in-laws. They no. might have picked someone a little bit different. Yes. 
So I've got another friend who was desperate for his mum's Polish. He was meant to marry a Polish girl. Right. He didn't. Oh, She's yeah. never good enough because she ain't Polish. Yes. That is you hard. Know, you don't cook the Polish food. Like, no. you know, all this You've sort of carry stuff. It. They want to carry it through. Yeah. Kai's grandmother actually set Kai up with a dental nurse who was German. <laughs> so he had to go to the dentist to get his teeth done while they met this dental nurse. Who was German? Who was German. And he was like, no, I'm not really into her. So when he met me, the first thing his grandmother had said to Kai was, is she German? <laughs> and he went, No. <laughs> No. no, no, she's English. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel, uh, and I felt sad I wasn't German I <laughs> for a minute. I'm like, sorry, I'm not German. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's okay. It's funny. Yeah. Look, I don't think we're ever going to solve this one, but no. I think knowing that many of us either have the situation um, really bad or not so bad or just annoying at times, we've all got something going on. Or the one mum that did write in and say, I actually have nothing to complain about. Mine's really nice. Excellent. And I thought that's good. And, and they are out there. There are plenty that are, that are lovely. lovely. But I think it's certainly acknowledging that those ones that do have it more tough are not alone. And don't worry. We won't tell them. We're not going to ring them up now and say, your daughter's rubbish the shit out of you on Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. No. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> And then see what you think. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Or could tell her. Might shake her up a bit. Who knows? <laughs> Don't want to do that. It was a scary episode but we got through it, lady. <laughs> now I'm going to go back and listen to what I said. Yeah, was there anything bad yeah. in there? <laughs> well, maybe we could do one on bad daughter-in-laws just to even it out. Nah, we're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be some whoppers. There'd be some whoppers. We need to go talk to the mother-in-laws. My mother-in-law would probably say, she's lovely, she talks too much. But she's nice. <laughs> See, it's already started. Episode what would Liddy say about you? I don't know. I don't know what she She doesn't wear the necklace anymore. I wear the necklace. Do you? Yeah, I like the necklace. Oh, you are. She doesn't cook well. She likes to empty the dishwasher when it's already dirty. Because she <laughs> washes the dishes before she puts them in the dishwasher. And I once emptied her whole dishwasher and it was apparently dirty. But it, it needed a wash. Because <laughs> they're dirty. I went, Where? Where? I can't see anything on there. My mum does the same thing too, washes them. Before. I'm thinking, what's, why are you double handling this? Yes. This is the dishwasher's job. Yeah. I'm not saying put like a half a plate of mashed potatoes in the dishwasher. No. But just, but, come on, just a little quick rinse, stick it in there. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry about that, Liddy. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ange. You're talking too much. We're apologising. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Can I just say one more thing um, that I clocked about your mother-in-law? Mm. You look the same. So I'm what really, do you mean? So I think Dan actually <laughs> married his mother because there's this photo of you uh, and I've gone, wow, the, the hair is exactly the same and you're both small. Oh, that's so And I've funny. gone, oh, my God, he has We do have short blonde hair. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you can share clothes. Uh, I did in the UK. When my, when my, she said, don't worry, love, I'll look after you. She brought me the makeup. She said, whatever is mine, you can have. I thought, I won't take your undies. I'll go buy my own. But you could have. Yeah, could have yeah. borrowed it. But you undies. do. You look quite similar. I was like, oh, my goodness. Can you put a photo up? You have to. Yeah. Please. So when mother-in-laws start doing things that copy you, so is Ange copying my hair or are I copying hers? Well, who had it first? Oh, or she... maybe you had it at the same time when you met. Did she have that hair? My hair's two different lengths, though. Maybe that's how I distinguish myself from being different to my mother-in-law. Take off a centimetre on the left and... Different. Do you want to laugh? My mum's got the same hair, so all three of us. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a trend there. There's a definitely. So summer, you're going to have to cut her I'm hair. I'm going like to cut that. her hair. In a bob. So we all look like a weird bunch of four. And get Ollie to grow his, and Dan's going to freak the fuck out. <laughs> you're going to start a cult, essentially. Oh, <laughs> that's anyway, great. Good times. Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.